Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series. Today, I am joined by Jay's James Buckman, who is also known as Hot Apollo. Is that also the name of your band? Hi, my name is James Buckman. Hot Apollo is the name of the band. Uh, but there's a lot of confusion about that, which I understand. It happens. It's like Alice Cooper or Marilyn Manson. It's, uh, there's, well, I guess I, at least one of those guys go by that name now. But you know what I mean? Uh, or like David Lee Roth used to be called Van because his band was Van Halen, you know? That oh, kind of thing happens. Um, but yeah, I'm James. Hot Apollo is the band. Okay, perfect. Hi, James. Nice to meet you. I'm happy you're here. So James is a neurodivergent glam rock singer, and he's also a poet, and he does a bit of dabbling in acting, which I think is super cool. So let me ask you a couple questions, James, because I know you got to hop off and get to your band tour, or band tour. My goodness, band practice. You ever like, I'm going to off topic here, have these days where you're just like, my brain no longer functions. And that's me today. I just, I don't know where it is. Got to put it back in. <laughs> I mean, my brain has always functioned in a way where it's not always necessarily in to begin with. You know, it, it does its own thing. You know, it's got its own uh, path to, to blaze. I love it. So it, it, it goes in and out of the skull at, at, at any given time. That's perfect. It's perfect for the spiritual spotlight series because it's kind of like we talk about so much different consciousness and where we truly are in the world and in the dimension. So for all of us that are listening, who knows what dimension we're in, right? Yeah, like astral projection, you know? Absolutely. That kind of vibe. Um, so let me ask you this, your identity as a neurodivergent artist adds a new perspective to your creative expressions in glam rock, poetry, and acting. How has your neurodivergent influenced your artistic journey? And how do you find that it intersects with your spiritual exploration and growth? So uh, in a sort of like basic way, I can't uh, quite like guarantee whatever answer I would give because I've only ever been neurodivergent. Yeah. I've never known like another way of existing. So the way my mind works is what's natural to me. Um, however, like in, in discussions with like other people who have uh, a sort of different perspective and perhaps uh, more expertise and experience in judging uh, the workings of neurotypicals mm -hmm. in contrast to neurodivergence, um, I do think that it has at least bolstered my inherent uh, stubbornness and resolute uh, like sense of self. Mm. Um, because from what I have heard, you know, it's, I'm not, I'm not, you know, a, a trained psychologist. I'm just someone who has, uh, you know, some psychological differences. Um, like uh, autism does tend to. Uh, give a bit of a buffer between one's own mm, 
natural way of being and the societal expectations and other mores that may that would that could otherwise influence that you know yeah like the sort of um expectations that uh mainstream society might place on a lot of people mm -hmm. um the, the pressures that some might feel in the face of that i've never actually felt that uh you know like i've i've just always had like my like my own uh it, it, my own sort of way of moving through the world mm -hmm. and like feeling myself yeah. it's never rubbed up against uh society because i've never felt society you know I find that very interesting. The fact that you're, you're like, I know who I am. Like, and I feel, I feel safe and secure in who I am. And I don't have that rub from society because I'm sure you see a lot of people struggle with how other people view them and they take that in. And it doesn't sound like you take any of that in. Yeah. And that honestly, uh, especially like when I was, uh, you know, like a, a little kid, um, that, that, often did get me into trouble, you know, because like I, there are all these sort of like unwritten rules, especially about like, you know, just like getting through grade school, you know, yeah. like that was an ordeal because like I could, if you give me, you know, like a, a homework assignment or whatever, I might not love it, but at least I know basically what I'm supposed to do. Right, right. But like getting through the day, all these un, unwritten rules and, and, and uh, like standards of etiquette that like yeah. no one ever verbally expressed right over my head. And so, yeah, I would get into trouble from, from that sort of kind of thing. There were times when I would just get into trouble for fun, but there were times when it was not intentional at all. Right. And you know, and that, yeah. Okay. I was just going to say, but you know, now that I've like, you know, after you get out of school and you get to choose your own path, uh, what might once have been uh, liabilities can uh, more often become strengths. You know, there's always like a bit of both even back then and even now. But uh, I think when you get to choose your surroundings and your direction in life, um, your your natural inclinations uh, can guide you towards places where those inclinations will benefit you more than they will hinder you. Absolutely. So glam rock poetry and acting are powerful mediums of self-expression. Can you maybe share some significant moments or experiences where your creative work has led you to a deeper understanding of yourself or your spiritual connection? I would say that in a lot of cases, my creative work is an outgrowth of uh, my spirituality and my sense of self. Like, um, it, It's all that's like in... I basically just like, like my sort of artistic process is to just like take my soul and place it, uh, in a form where others can, where it might resonate with the rest of the universe, you know, where, where others can, can maybe take something from it. Yeah. You know, that's like a, a sort of decent, like shorthand for like the way I operate. Um, but I mean, it like when, you know, when I'm sitting down to write, uh, it does force me to perhaps codify things in a way I might not have previously. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Have you always like, sort, been like, uh, spiritual? Yeah, I, I would say just on some level, at least mm -hmm. there have been varying degrees of the 
extent to which it was like a sort of conscious thought at like the top of mind, but it was always it was always in there, you know. And and from a, I I grew up, I was also like fortunate to to be um, raised by parents uh, who were very supportive of letting uh, my brother and uh, me find our own like yeah. paths. Um, they had their their preferences. Um, my father in particular uh, was a humanist. Um, he's actually like head of humanism Canada for a while, uh, but he was, you know, he came from like, uh, like a long standing, like Jewish heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he like recognized the importance of finding, you know, one's own path. And, uh, he was also very well studied in a lot of religions. Mm-hmm. That was like part of, uh, what, what passed him in the world. Like he wrote books about this kind of thing. Um, so whenever I had questions or want to, uh, explore a new approach to <clears throat> metaphysical understanding. Uh, he he would like always have uh, some some guidance to offer, which which I deeply appreciated. And you know, eventually I realized that uh, my own attachment to spirituality was very individual and, and idiosyncratic. It I wasn't really going to find much personal uh attachment to any like order mm-hmm. or like existing system yeah. um but there there you know are, are vectors along which i can uh connect with with any you know there are there are bits of uh like wisdom like everywhere that that resonated with me and uh and that i can interact with like, i have a lot of friends with very like different um spiritual like uh, angles and it's it's always like uh, a joy to like get their perspectives no too. absolutely and you brought up a really good point about like thankfully you were raised in an environment where people supported your you know your creative endeavors and you know who you were as a person and and, uh, and we see people now that there's such much so much judgment that's placed on children adults and Thankfully, you were in an environment where you were able to thrive and grow and really bl- blossom into the person you are now. Yeah, no, it's been great. Um, I just, yeah, I think the, the like the most important thing um, when it comes to like issues of spirituality is to basically just foster that environment where everyone feels free to like follow their own. Uh, spiritual road, roads yeah. you know like I, I i've seen like anyone anything can be turned into like overzealous dogma like anything i've met i remember like one of the worst things like after being raised by this like wonderful you know humanist father who nonetheless would have supported me if i if i'd wanted to go into you know an he wanted to what i'm sorry i didn't hear you oh no are you there James. <laughs> you know let's see here can you hear me james are you there he was there james So we're, we're having was very, a little... like, oh, there you are. Ecumenical and, and accepting of all, all sorts of different 
Yeah. Oh, uh oh. So we <laughs> we lost James here for a second, but oh, there he is. James is back. <laughs> there you are, James. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah, you, your video stopped for a bit. Um, where did you lose <laughs> me? What was I? What was the last word you heard? I love it. Um, basically, you were raised by such a humanist father, but the worst thing that ever happened was yes, getting to high school and uh, realizing that like there were always like a few like of these like edgelord kids who turned atheism into a very like uh, fundamentalist religion, you know, where they'd be the ones who'd go on the offensive and, and say that like, I, 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 there's this one guy, actually, no, sorry, this is later. This, this guy must have been, this guy was an adult. I don't remember when I met him, but like, he was like, at least like mid twenties. He, he, he should have been past this. Whenever someone would say, Merry Christmas. And believe me, I'm not talking about like, you know, uh, you know, like Bible thumpers, like, like, or, or anyone who's like going to try to convert him. Yeah. Just by saying Merry Christmas. I'm talking about people just like at the mall, just like, or like, you know, Hey, Merry Christmas. Want to get like some eggnog together or whatever. He would always respond with, uh, sorry, I'm an atheist. Like, what is that? It's fine. No one necessarily expects you to, but you know, kind of, he was just, yeah. So militant atheists, really, I, I, I've, I've been lucky because I haven't, in I, all, all of my experience or most of my experiences with, uh, like, you know, uh, organized religion have been like quite benign. Mm -hmm. uh, I, like, I'd say the worst people I've met in my personal life um, when it comes to imposing their beliefs were like the, uh, the militant atheists. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was just like such a shock to get to high school yeah and people being so judgmental being raised by this you know wonderfully accepting yeah it is interesting father. how people um, like to push you know, their own beliefs onto others especially well, something as benign as there, there's never I, I, yeah yeah no it's it insane um, that was when I realized, oh yeah, no, I, I, this, this is not the energy I want in my life. So mm -hmm. I just, it's, uh, I, I don't believe that like there, there needs to be any sort of like, uh, you know, uh, jerkhood in the world. It all, it always comes down to individuals. No, absolutely. People will, will find their excuses, mm -hmm. but you know, anyone of any like stripe can be, can be good or bad. Mm -hmm. It's, I, I, I truthfully believe in like self-determination above all. And that's, you know, uh, uh, I think an important spiritual precept as well. I, to I totally agree with you 100%. So let me ask you this. So the arts have a way of bridging gaps and fostering connections. As an artist, how do you aim to create a sense of unity and understanding through your glam rock performances? Uh, so there are, are at least two ends that's bringing my new immediately to that question. This one, the surface level one, um, I, I, I do believe that just like spreading like some some positive, positive energy that people mm -hmm. can feel through my music um, does help, you know? Uh, I think like that has been like studied, uh, you know, scientifically and like metaphysically, you know, like on, on multiple vectors, it, it can like promote um, more open and, and uh like uh 
a more open like way of being that mm-hmm. is more conducive to uh finding contentment and satisfaction in one's life and, and world um beyond that i think that uh music uh most of them in my own personal experience like music is is a, a paramount example um you can create uh an artistic work with a certain thought in mind you know like when i write a song like i'm, I'm writing it about something i'm feeling um but and and, and other people who who listen to it might feel that but some others uh might not precisely understand what i'm going for and their interpretation of the the lyrics for instance might be wildly divergent from what i had in mind but it will nonetheless serve them and i think there is uh a, a different kind of beauty in that too mm-hmm. I've, i i there have definitely been songs by other artists i've listened to and like you know they've hit me in a specific way and i've attached some meaning to it and then later i i discovered that it uh it was like what i found in it was completely different from what the the writer wrote um and and like you know both ver- both interpretations can exist i mean i'll except that the author is the canon has the canonical version but it doesn't change what that song meant to me. Absolutely. I actually, you know, there's a perfect example. Just yesterday, um, my vocal coach was uh, was uh, suggesting a new song we could work on together. And he chose, well, we he said, we should do something by the snits. I think that'd be fun. And I said, oh, how, how about How Soon Is Now? Because that uh, was the first song that, that turned me on to them. I got a friend who, who showed me it when I was, a kid and i just like i got into it i was like mm-hmm. picturing all sorts of like magical like jungle mysticism through it and like it's, it's still the smith song i listen to like most of all yeah and then we, we pulled up the lyrics and for my entire life i have thought that it begins with uh more of these singing i'm the sun and the air like mm-hmm. the elements like he is one with the sky or something right and that appeals to me and I also thought he was saying that he was the summoner of nothing in particular, which I always thought was a hilarious line. <laughs> um, but no, he's saying like he's the sun as in the child and the heir as in like the heir to a throne or whatever um, oh. of nothing in particular, which like that, that's a cool line too, but it didn't hit me in, in quite the same way. So just yesterday, I was alerted to the fact that a song that had touched me uh, so poignantly for years was actually written about was written with a completely different perspective in mind. Wow. You know, but yeah. I still have, you know, the, the, the version of my mind and, and, you know, both are, both are valid. That's so interesting. So tell us a little bit about your, um, your band, Hot Apollo. Uh, what would you like to know first? I'd like to know, um, do you guys do live gigs? Can you find, I know that you have your YouTube, um, Hot Apollo, where you can uh, watch your videos like, do you ever do live shows? Is it streaming? So, yeah. Uh, first of all, um, all of Hot Apollo's music is everywhere on the internet. Okay. Like everywhere Spotify, there. iTunes, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, a bunch of a bunch of like videos on YouTube too. Okay. Um, both you know live and like actual like produced music videos. Um, we we play a, a lot, mostly around like uh, like Toronto. Like uh, okay. that's where we're like currently based. Um, actually, if you happen to be in the environs of Ontario, Canada on Saturday, the 
Saturday the 26th of August, I don't know when this is coming out, we're actually playing a, a festival oh, at so cool. uh, this place called the Studio. I used to live in... Um... I am highly recommended. It's late. They're going to be like 20 to... 23 Sorry, bands? what? I missed the... Where, oh, where did you say that? Tell me, tell me about the bands. Yeah, it's twenty thirty bands. Oh, that's amazing! I'm I'm actually looking you up on uh on on uh <laughs> on iTunes right now. I'm like I gotta subscribe and like. <laughs> um, that's so cool. Tell and what is this festival that you guys are doing? Is it this one? Is uh, right there? it's called the. It's yeah. It looks oh, like perfect. it. Yeah, yeah. That's our new single. We actually have another one coming out in like three days. Yeah, that's the first single. Yeah, yeah. You are among the first to hear. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's the it's the first single from the album we're releasing at the end of the year. (gasps) That's so cool. Yeah. So, um, are you ever going to tour? Do you think to the United States? Uh, I there are definitely some places I'd love to play. Yeah. Sure. Um, when like I'm just like. Currently, we're like focusing on, on building stuff up and like, you know, getting our recording and stuff done here in Toronto. But like when the right opportunity comes along, like I would love to, to like uh, play some, some new places. When I was actually talking to someone, I think it's going to work out this year because I don't think it's been uh, like planned enough yet. But someone was talking about like hosting a festival um, somewhere. I can't. I'm so bad at geography. I'm sorry. But uh, I was talking to someone a little while ago. He was talking about organizing a festival, like a, somewhere along the east coast of, okay. uh, of the U.S. Yeah. And getting us down to play there. Um, so, yeah, that that sort of thing uh, would definitely feel. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's so many, like, legendary, uh, uh, you know, locations and spots. I just have to visit anyway. And, like, having, you know, uh, like a, a concert to play there is always a good reason to, to visit a place. Like, for instance... One of my um, like bucket list locations to visit is Tokyo, but it's so hard for me to imagine sitting still long enough to be flown there because it's yeah. like twenty hours, and yeah. <clears throat> I get restless after sitting in the same place for two hours. Right. But if if someone said if, if I could organize it so like my band would play like a show or two while I'm there, like that'd be enough to make it worth it. You know? Oh, absolutely. That's so cool. I love that. Tokyo would be really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so anything else like you want to tell us about what's coming up on the horizon for you? Like band. Uh, yeah. So immediately there's the, yeah, there's the festival on the 26th. That's like right at the top of my mind. Cause that's what I'm like, I know about to, to prepare for like yeah. uh, rehearsals in like, I don't know, 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah, get here. <laughs> Traffic's not great today. Um, but, uh, beyond that. Yeah. I mean, so just found a new single. Yeah. Second single from the album is coming out in, I think, three days. I want to say it's on Thursday, the twenty fourth. Nice. Um, I, 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 all this stuff is was scheduled a while ago, so I think it's yeah, it should be out. Yeah, check by the end of the week, and uh, and the newest Todd Paul single should be out everywhere. Um, but I mean, in the meantime, there's like so much uh, other stuff. Yeah. Um, we we actually just launched our new like revamped website, hotapollo.com. Nice. If you want to check it out, that has uh links to all our stuff like information about our upcoming shows Perfect. even like some cool like merchandise if you're into that like hats and you know yeah. shirts and stuff um we yeah so uh yeah um and just but yeah uh mostly about continuing continuing the mission you know 
um, spreading uh, the, the the right energy to the cosmos and uh, helping the uh, the world get along in the favorable directions. I love that. You know? I love it. Well, James, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Spiritual Spotlight series. It's been a pleasure. You are the first glam rock singer that I have interviewed, and I am so grateful that you came on today. It's been an absolute joy. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.